You're listening to the Basic to Bold podcast. I'm Jen Bjarnson. As an RTT hypnotherapist, I talk about how to be happy, how to find our purpose, and how to stop the negative voices in our head that we all struggle with. Join me as we deep dive into creating a life that you love. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. I am Jen Bjarnson and I am the host of Basic to Bold. If you um, want to follow me, I am on all social media platforms, um, all of them as Basic to Bold. And um, you can listen to this podcast, you can listen to or watch it on YouTube. So today we are talking about how stress affects your body physically and not just how it affects you, but what you can actually do to stop it, what you can actually do to combat it. So for myself, as I was dealing with physical and mental issues for decades, this is not just something that I was dealing with for a short amount of time. We are talking about decades. And there was a list. There was a massive list of the amount of stuff that I was dealing with. So as I was looking into the holistic route, because I'll be really honest, when I went to the doctor, they would give me um, some type of medication. I did not like it. I did not like the way that I felt on it. I did not like the way the quality of life that I was having. And it was just not something that I was wanting to continue with in that manner. So I started looking in the, into the holistic route to fix my life, to fix my brain, to stop fighting my brain, to stop fighting my body and actually fix some things in my life. And what I found in the holistic world is either adding to your diet, which is taking supplements and minerals or subtracting something from your diet again, which is like taking away dairy or something like that. The other thing that was also talked about was um, exercise. That was the biggest thing. So as you start looking into holistic side, you are specifically talking about diet and exercise. And that was kind of it. And I'll be really, really honest with you. That did not work for me. I tried it all. I tried between carnivore diet and hot yoga, like all the different things that I could possibly think of. It was not working for me. And if that works for you, great, go live your best life. I'm talking to the people that feel like the exception, that feel like they are putting work into trying to fix themselves and trying to fix their brain, fix their um, bodies. And it's just, it just doesn't seem to be working. So one thing I started looking into is I, at this point, because none of those things were working, I just opened up my mind and I was like, you know what? I'll do anything. I'll do all the things. I mean, I, I was so desperate that I was like, okay, you know what? If you want me to fly to like Argentina, hike up a mountain and, you know, join a commune, I'll do it. I don't care if, if that'll make me feel better. And if that will, um, make my quality of life better. I'll do it. I was open to kind of anything at that point. What I found um, was a whole array of modalities and stuff that I really don't find people are talking about very, very often. And I think the reason that people are kind of hush-hush about it is because it seems kind of woo-woo. It seems kind of hippy-dippy. And and I, I get it because you know, when somebody starts talking about rocks and somebody starts talking about just be positive, it just feels like it's not real. So I want to come at it from a scientific side from, I want to, I want to come at it from a side 
that maybe you haven't thought about it before that maybe doesn't seem so hippy dippy, so woo woo, so like out of this world. Okay. So if you look at stress, right, there are thousands. I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many there are, but there are an insane amount of studies that have been um, done on how stress physically affects our body, right? How it physically affects our heart, how it physically affects our nervous system and our digestion and all this stuff. In, In fact, you can be diagnosed with just stress, okay? That's not new. And we all kind of label stuff as stress. If we can't figure it out, it's either neurological or it's stress, but, but we give it kind of this, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. That's the problem, it's stress. So with that being said, what is stress? What is it? Like I can, you can tell me a stressful situation, but what is it? What is actually happening in your body or in your mind to say, quote unquote, I am having stress? Well, really, it's the thoughts you're thinking. It's the thoughts that are going on in your mind. You are portraying the situation. You are seeing the situation in a certain way, and it is causing you to think certain things, which then causes your body to have a physical reaction in a negative way. It's a thought. That's it. You're having stress, which is affecting your nervous system, which is affecting your digestive system, which is affecting your heart. In all these different areas, and your immune system, in in how many different areas have we already discovered that stress affects your body? And it's a thought. But yet we don't ever think when somebody says, hey, think positive. Hey, fix your mindset. Hey, the way that you think and the way that you, and the words that you say matter, we think that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, like you're just ridiculous. But we will put stress on this label all day long and think, yep, that's a thing because science has deemed that an appropriate response. But it's a thought. It's a thought that you're having. That is it. So if it's a thought, here are the three main thoughts that I don't care where you live in the world, I don't care who you are, the three main thoughts that everybody is that is causing everybody stress. Number one, you don't feel like you're good enough in some way, shape, form, looks, talent. You don't think you're good enough, okay? Number two, you feel different than other people. And this one goes back to when you were younger, like you, you needed to be a part of the tribe and you weren't a part of the tribe, all this stuff. And so, you know, if you, if you weren't a part of the tribe, then you got kicked out of the tribe and now you were killed that kind of, that kind of stuff in middle or in not middle school, but like elementary school, young, young school age. If you were the one that was different, you got picked on. That's just, it's just that simple. And so if you got picked on, now you were out of the tribe. Now you were not a part and, um, and it was really uncomfortable. And so this is a matter being different, even though as an adult, you probably really enjoy being, feeling different. You're like, I like being different. I like that. I'm not the same as other people, but as a young kid, if you felt different, it was a really, really bad feeling. And if you've taken that into adulthood, it's just as simple as that. Those feelings are going to come back that it, that's just how it is. The very last thing is that you feel like other people can achieve something. Other people get something, but not you. Other people are going to have healthy relationships, but not you. Okay. So taking those three things, right? Um, Not feeling good enough, 
not uh, feeling different and feeling like other people get things, but not you, right? Like it's available for other people, but not me. Those three things dictate literally all the stress in your life. It dictates all the stress in your life. And so if you can change the way that you're thinking, if you can change the way that you are viewing things, that decreases your stress, which decreases any physical problems you're having, any mental problems you're having. And I'm not saying if you're a person that you've changed your diet and and you've noticed a difference, absolutely diet and exercise matter. However, there is a very large majority of people where you are the exception to the rule. And no matter what you do, no matter how you eat, no matter what you exercise, you feel you still feel the same. You still feel awful. You, I could do whatever and I still felt horrible. And I was like in my 20s. This is not like a new, I wasn't like 40 years old and like, that's just how things are when you, when you get older. So by changing, when I started changing the way I viewed things, when I started speaking in a way that was more positive and yes, this sounds like woo woo, but when I started speaking more positive, when I started changing the way that I saw myself and saw out and, and saw instances and events and things that were happening in life. And I reframed it in my brain. That's when the migraine stopped. That's when my vision got better. That's when my ADHD got better. My bipolar got better. My anxiety got better. My depression got better. My gut issues got better. All these things that normally were a part of my everyday life by changing the stress AKA the way that I viewed life, the way that I viewed things, that is when things started changing. So how did I do that? How do you just automatically go and view something different? So for me, there's a lot of things that, that there's a lot of different modalities that do this. My personal favorites are hypnotherapy because it is one of the fastest ways to go in and reprogram the way that you are thinking instantly. You're going to see it one way. You're going to think other people's opinions matter. And then you go in, you have this experience, you do hypnotherapy and you see it in another way, which reframes your brain. When it reframes your brain and you have an experience that used to give you stress, you no longer have stress anymore because that's not a thought anymore. You're not thinking those same thoughts. Those thought patterns are totally diverted to a new way of thinking. And so does positive thinking help you in just being positive? Yeah, but it actually can help you in your physical life. It can help you in your mental life. It can help you in your relationships because now that that, that trigger or that response is different, you're not going to respond in the same way. If you have a certain way of responding every single time and then you do hypnotherapy or you do meditation or whatever it is that you do, EDMR, light therapy, um, journaling and you reframe that thought in your head. And so that's not a stressor anymore. It's not going to affect your body anymore. If it doesn't stress you out, it's not going to affect your nervous system. It's not going to affect your immune system. It's not going to affect your heart. It's as simple as that. And the thing that I just cannot wrap my head around is when instantly people start talking about this, so many people go to, that's ridiculous. Oh, you just want me to think positive. You just want me to like be happy and I'll get better. Yes, because we have thousands of studies 
talking about how stress affects your life, how stress affects your immune system, how stress affects your nervous system. But yet for some reason, taking stress away, we don't think that that's a, that's a reality. We're like, well, life's just stressful. That's just how it is. No, it's not. It's not just how life, that's not just how life, how it is. Fix it. Figure out how to get it out of your life. Are there stressful things in life? Absolutely, there are stressful things in life, but learn to deal with them. It is not normal that everything stresses you out, that you cannot handle things. That's not a healthy way to live. And I am very aware that the majority of people in this world are on some type of antidepressant or some type of anxiety medication, or everybody has ADHD and we're all just medicating it because that's the normal thing to do. I get that. At the same time, if you are like me and you are so tired of living a mediocre life, then do something about it. And is it hard? Absolutely. It's not fun at all. No, I will be the first one to admit it's not fun. It's not entertaining. It's not like, it's not easy. It sucks because you're now made to look at all these different things that once triggered you. You're made to look them right in the face and go, that was a thing. This was a thing that my mom said to me. This is the thing that my dad said to me in my face. I remember feeling this way when I was four years old and now I have to face it right now. It's uncomfortable. But once you face it, you're done with it. You will never be triggered ever again. And now when somebody goes to say something, you're not going to have that secondary thought. Well, what did they mean? Well, what, what is, what does that mean? Well, what am I supposed to do now? And then like all the cortisone happens and the emotions get spiked and now your anxiety is triggered and now it's affecting your relationship. And now because of that, you're bawling on the floor and you can't go to work. Like, I just don't understand how people are not seeing these, these correlate. It's stress. Deal with the stress, get it out of your life. Stop accepting it as an everyday thing. Stop accepting that this is just how life is. If that's the way you want to live, fine. If that's, if, if you want a mediocre life and you don't want to deal with it, be honest, be like, I'm not dealing with that. I am going to have this low quality of life. I'm happy with that. Great. Then stop complaining that your life is mediocre because that's what you're choosing. And I get it. I get it. If you didn't know anything else to do, fine. Now you do. Now you do. You know how to get out of it. You know what to do with it. You know that there's another option. I am here telling you there's another way to live. So either take the choices, do the hard thing and choose a better way to live or stop complaining about the way that you're living. It is that simple. You know, many years ago, I kept telling people like, oh, I want to play the piano. Oh, I want to play the piano. I want to be that person that plays the piano. That would be so great. I want to play the piano. Okay. After 10 years, it hit me that I was still telling people I want to learn to play the piano. And it, it blew my mind that I thought if I would have started playing the piano 10 years ago, I would be proficient in playing the piano. But you know what I'm doing? I'm just telling people that I want to learn to play the piano. So you know what I stopped doing? Did I learn the piano? No, but I stopped telling people that I want to learn to play the piano because do I want to learn to play the piano? Kind of. Am I going to do it? No. So I'm, I'm stopped telling people I'm going to do it because I'm not, I'm not going to tell people that I'm going to do it until I'm actually going to do it. 
Because until you can be honest with yourself, until you can be truly, truly honest, you are going to have a mediocre life. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to other people. Cause you are, you're lying to other people. I was, I totally was lying. I'm going to start playing the piano. I want a better life. I'm going to do this, but would I do it? No. Why? Cause it was so much easier to like be that inspirate, like that person that's going to do it. Oh, that sounds great. Eventually you just sound like a liar. Eventually it sounds ridiculous because at some point you're going to tell somebody five years later that you want to play the piano or you want to get your life feeling much better. And they're going to look at you and go, didn't you say that five years ago? Didn't you like, haven't you been doing this for a while? And then you got to be like, Oh no, I mean, I want to, but I just haven't had the time. And then you just, it goes into a whole thing of lies. All right. Thank you for listening. If you made it till the end, thank you for listening. Um, I am basic to bold on all social media platforms. If you want to go follow me and you want to like hang out, um, want more content. And I try to go live as much as possible. Doesn't always happen, but I try to. And um, until next time, thank you guys for hanging out with me and love you guys so much.